0: Back into the stack of wax, and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we is live.
1: We live. RFK Stadium is Brent Musburger.
0: (laughs) Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, men of God. Welcome to the National Men's (laughs) Program, where we meet every Tuesday and Thursday from seven to seven thirty Central Time. Uh, We just like to thank you all for joining us, and uh, we're listed. I mean, we're on Facebook Live, so if you're if you're joining us this morning. Invite another brother in. Invite somebody in. You still have time to join us. As I'd like to say, uh you and in for a treat. Uh we offer a spiritual breakfast. We have we have a buffet that's going to be served this morning by none other than our very own Devin Miller. Now that's right. Pastor Devin Miller is up this morning. And look, I don't need I need to say no more. I'm just going to leave it at that. Pastor Devin Miller is up this morning and you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, we just like to thank you all for joining us this month, where we uh, started the new year off with uh, breakthrough, and we've had some dynamic speakers thus far. And when you talk about breakthrough, you know I, what what the Holy Spirit put put on me today was that we need to break out, and we need to break away from. You know, I mean, there's some things that we need to break out of, and there's some people or some things that we need to break away from in order to achieve our breakthrough. So, but David Miller is going to shine that light on on that topic this morning. So. I dare not ponder on it anymore. I just want to uh, come here with the opening and to bring you greetings from the National Men's Prayer Call. We're going to open up with prayers. I want to give the name for those individuals and families that are on the prayer list. Uh, We have Benny Franklin and son, brother Tenor and son, Easter Bailey, my grandmother dealing with COVID, Uh, Dr. Kenneth Green, uh, brother Wright uh, and his family uh, asking for healing, Uh, Linda Barrett, loss of a classmate, Civil, uh, uh dealing with COVID, Malik Moore, God Direction for Right Decision, uh, Brother Prince, uh, and his father. And just, if I missed anybody, we just want to allow uh, a brief second to for those individuals to put their names on, on that prayer list in, in silence. And so we thank you this morning for joining us. And the scripture uh, this morning says, Uh, Psalms 4 and 4, answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer and hear our prayer. So we're going to God in prayer. O Heavenly Father, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth. It is in heaven, Father. Thank you, Father, for shining a light, Father God, for bringing uh, to our understanding that you said that as it is in heaven, we shall receive it or can receive it here on earth. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to fellowship, to come before your presence with thanksgiving, and just to thank you for a day that was not promised to us on January the 18th, 2022. Thank you for brand new grace and brand new mercy. But Father, we know as sure as grace and mercy got up with the trials and tribulations got up as well. So Father, we're here. Father God, seeking your will, your word, and your way. Fill us with your peace and joy I know that can only come from you during these hard times. Father, we're dealing with COVID. We're dealing with so many other issues, Father God, that. COVID has uh, created for us, Father God, that a lot of individuals are in stress. A lot of individuals are in turmoil. Father God, a lot of families, Father God, are dealing with death. A lot of families are dealing with sickness. But we know, Father God, that you specialize in the impossible. So we call on Jehovah Rapha, our healer, on this morning. We dare not, Father God, be afraid. We are still standing strong in the midst of the storm so we thank you this morning father we just thank you father from a humbler spirit father we understand father god that uh, there's some things that we're going to have to face there's some difficulties that we're going to have to deal with but your word says that you are our refuge and our strength a very present help in the time of trouble not if trouble comes but when trouble comes so father we stand on that we believe in your word We walk in your will. We walk in your way. It's not always easy. That's why we have to stay uh, in constant meditation. That's why we have to stay in constant prayer. That's why we have to stay in constant study. So we thank you, Father, for those outlets, Father God. We thank you for those spiritual resources. We can't do it without you, Lord. Our anxieties, Father God, our frustrations create the inability to think clearly. But Father, your word brings us peace in our distress. Touch today, oh Lord, and fill us with your light and your hope. So, Father, we we I ask, Father God, that you uh, continue to guide us. Father God, you continue to lift us. Father God, you continue, Father God, to speak to our mind and our hearts. Father God, As we continue, Father God, to uplift men, empower men uh, here on the National Men's Prayer Call. We thank you, Father God, for nine years in grinding. Father God, we thank you, Father, for the visionary. Dr. Kenneth Green, Father, we thank you for planting that seed, Father, and allowing that seed to take root, Father God, and allowing that tree, Father God, to produce branches, Father God, and Dr. Sudhera uh, uh, and, and, Raphael and, and Dr. Johnny Mack, and Dr. Reverend uh, uh, Tenor, Father God, and Dr. Reverend Wright, Father God, and, and Dr. Devin Miller, just thank you for the branches. Thank you for the tree that's, that's, that's producing many fruit, that's producing the, the right fruit. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, as, as we come today, Father God, we want to uh, cover those that are on our prayer list. Father God, we, we know that there was sickness on our prayer list, Father God. There was some healing on our prayer list, Father God. There was some, uh, some, some testimonies on our prayer list, Father God. There was a young man on our prayer list that's asking for direction. Father, you can provide all of those things. You specialized in the impossible. You parted the Red Sea. You fed 5,000 with five loaves and two fish. You healed the woman with the issue of blood for some some, some some period of time. You did that, Lord. But it was contingent on their faith. It was contingent on their belief because your word says we walk by faith and not by sight. Your word says faith without works is dead. So we call on Jehovah Shalom, our peace and our provider, Father God. Thank you, Father. There's some individuals on the prayer list that need some peace, Father God. There's some individuals on the prayer list that need some understanding, Father God, some clarity. Father, we know that you are a healer, Father God, but we must understand that your healing is not always on this side. Give us that understanding, Father God. Give us that peace in order to deal with it. Father God, those that are dealing with COVID-19, Father God, we denounce that right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, they have go through it, Father God, but your word says that you are the beginning and the end. So you're there right there with them, Father God. On their bad days, Father God, you are there with them. On their good days, Father God, you are there with them. When their fever is hot, you are there with them. So we ask, Father God, we speak it right now. We decree and declare that a healing, on our prayer list. And Father, you lay on man that's looking for direction, Father God. Give him direction, Father. Give him clarity. Father, the way I tell him to look for direction that he can receive direction is to stay in the word, stay in prayer, stay in connection, continue to meditate, and watch those things manifest. Don't do anything without God. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, we just speak over these, uh, the men and the families that are represented here today and and, and, the, and the, those that are married and those that have those support systems, Father God, we thank you, Father God, for covering our helpmate. Father God, thank you, Father God, for giving us uh, our helpmate and, and trusting us, Father God, with these beautiful beings. Father, we love them. We don't take them for granted. So we just thank you, Father. And Father, as, as, as Devin Miller comes today, Father God, we ask, Father God, that uh, you empty them, Father God, and fill them um, with the holy spirit father god and allow him to be the spiritual microphone that you called him to be this morning speak through him father god with authority with power father god allow us father god to absorb and digest as much as we need as much as we can hold lord we love you we praise you and we lift your holy name this is our prayer in your darling son jesus name amen
0: well, amen and amen again Thank you for for that that strong prayer this morning. Listen, guys, we're we're just honored to to be able to come before you and to and to share not only spiritually enhanced personal development but the power of prayer. And we prayed at the end of um, of last week uh, of, of of Tuesday's you know last Thursday's uh, broadcast. We prayed for an individual, uh, one of the deacons at my church. Uh, and during the uh, well, actually, right before the uh, the podcast or the broadcast, I wasn't aware they sent me the uh, message that he had just passed early that morning, and um, so we just want to just lift his family up, I uh, lift the church up because he was a strong brother, a good solid um, member of the uh, of the deacon board. So um, Eric Davis, we just want to just uh, just salute and just this um, this lift up the life that he lived in the name of, of, of Jesus. It was a powerful, powerful expression. Um, and just we're just gonna move forward. I uh, just let you know, it wasn't COVID. Uh, he, had, um, he had dealt with cancer. And so that was just part of the, people are just going through life every day. And that's a part of, of living. Um, but we're honored to be able to, to share with you and to uh, lift up you so that you can live stronger, that you can live longer, and that you can live for, the Lord, and that when you do that, you bless others, and others have the opportunity to do the same. And this morning, we're talking about breakthrough. We've got a young man that exemplifies breakthrough. Devin Miller studies the word, and he brings a solid, solid word every time. So this morning, get your pen and pencils, take copious notes, because you know, as I always say, note takers are money makers. So this morning, let's honor and let's lift up Devin Miller. Devin, are you there, sir?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, good morning, men. Uh, it is a privilege and an honor, and I'm humbled to be called upon and once again to bring a message, uh, especially on this topic of breakthrough. Um, those of us who are uh, studiers of the word, we, we know that when we're called to speak, God has a way of speaking to us through other people and Anthony didn't know that he was all over what I was going to talk on when he introduced this morning talking about breakout and break away uh, because that's really what we're going to talk about this morning in the time that we have and, and one of the things I want to say that I'm going to say to start out with is we have to understand the difference between a miracle and a breakthrough a miracle and a breakthrough see a miracle is usually a a, a situation usually a one time situation that we ask god to do or to perform or to get us out of uh that one time you know and and then usually we follow up with a promise with it god if you get me out of this then i'll be all right or i'll follow you or i'll i'll pray more or whatever that's a miracle but a breakthrough usually indicates that you're, you want to come out of something, that 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 you're tired of being in something and you need a breakthrough. Otherwise, why would we call it a breakthrough? Uh, in order for it to break through, you got to break out. And, and so what I want to talk about is breaking out to break through uh, if you want to write it down. So here, here's the one thing, three points and then three scriptures and then we out. First thing is, is that in order to receive a breakthrough, you have to come to a point or realize that you're about to come out of something, that that you, you have made up in your mind that where you are, you no longer want to be, but you can't get out of it on your own, and so you need help, and so you ask and you pray for a breakthrough, It could be mentally, it could be spiritually, it could be financially. But in any case, it's a situation that you are tired of. It's not necessarily something that God is tired of with you. It's you're tired of it and you come to a realization that nobody else is going to get you out of it but God. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you must come to the realization that where you are, And what you are doing that is not pleasing, and you can't find it in the word, will, and way of God, is something that you want to get out of. So first part is you got to come to a realization, and then you got to realize that what you are in is against what God has for you, which means you already have an understanding that the only way you're going to get out is if God gets you out. That if you tried to get out, you've been trying to get out and you haven't been able to get out because you haven't had the will, the power or whatever to get out. But you know that the power source is the of God is the only one that can get you out of that situation. So you have to participate in your breakthrough. See, that's the difference. See, if you don't participate in your breakthrough, then it's not a breakthrough. It's a miracle. You asking God to do everything, God, you, God, I can't. You do, but a breakthrough says, "I'm tired, get me out of this, and I will sustain it." See, see, that's the thing about a breakthrough. A breakthrough has to be sustained. A breakthrough is a, a is a 180 turnaround. It's not a 360 turnaround. It's a 180 turnaround from where you're going to where you want to go. You have to reverse your situation, and the only way you can do it is with God's help. So the first thing is you gotta you gotta you gotta be coming out of something. Second thing is you gotta be willing to get out of it. And then third, you gotta understand that God is not going to create a breakthrough for you until you get tired of being in the life that is not pleasing to him. See, 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 there's more to this breakthrough than prosperity and having money and, and all of this. It, that, that's that we, we, we gotta get out of this men- mentality that a breakthrough is is just because you want to be better. No, it's also that God wants you to be better. You you've been praying and you've been toiling and you've been trying to figure it out and it just hasn't happened. And so finally you come to the realization that there's nothing you can do to get out of your situation and you need God's help, but you also gotta be a willing participant in the help that he's gonna give you. Otherwise, you sitting on the end of the bed waiting for God to do something, and you call that a breakthrough. That's not a breakthrough. That's a miracle, because you're not participating. And see, we must understand that our situation, for for in order for a breakthrough to be a breakthrough, our situation has to get tired for us. Because God don't get tired. <laughs> we, we think God is going to just intrude and, 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 and break us out of something. No, you got to be ready to get out of it. Because if, if he gets you out of it and you're not ready to get out of it, what's going to happen? You're going to go right back to it. When everything, when the dust settles and when the smoke clears, you're gonna go right back to it. So, so those are the three things, first of all, in order to break out of a breakthrough. One, you gotta be, you gotta be coming out of something. Two, you must come to the realization that you can't do it by yourself. And three, you gotta re- realize that God's not gonna create it until you're ready to get out of it. All right. So, so what do what are the steps of breakout to breakthrough? Here comes the scripture. Number one, you got to change your thinking. Ephesians, I mean, excuse me, Philippians chapter two, verse five. Let this mind be in you that was which was also in Christ Jesus. So, you got to change your thinking. In order for a breakthrough to be sustained, you got to change your thinking. Number two, you got to change your walk. All right, go to Psalms, chapter no, number 37, <clears throat> excuse me, Psalms number 37, verse 23. And it reads the steps of a good man or woman, are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way, though he fall, I like this in 24, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. See, see, when you're ready for breakthrough, that means you're ready to walk with God, <laughs> because by default, you've been walking with the enemy. I'm trying not to preach. I ain't got that much time. You 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 see we we got to understand that what we're breaking out of is Satan's camp. There's only two camps, people of God. There's only two things that you can be in. Either you're going to be in God's kingdom or you're going to be in Satan's camp. And understand the difference between a camp and a kingdom. Oh, I'm trying not to preach, Derek I'm really trying. Because we got to understand a camp It's a temporary place. A kingdom is forever. And so your breakthrough is your breakout is to get out of the camp uh, and get into the kingdom. Stop hanging around with temporary stuff because temporary stuff only hangs around temporarily. But the kingdom is forever. We're talking not about what we can just have for a minute, that's a miracle. But a breakthrough says that no matter what, even if I fall, my hand is still in God's hand because I decided to change my walk. I decided to change my thinking, meaning I decided to change my talk. And then the third thing is you got to change your heart. You got to change your heart. Go to Psalms number 51, verse 10. And it says, create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. What does that say? What was David saying? David was saying, I'm tired of where I'm at. I'm tired of what I'm doing. It ain't working for me. So God, you got to recreate what I've created. That's a breakthrough. Otherwise, David could have said, just get me out of this. Just take me out of this and I'll be all right. But what will happen? He'll go right back in it. Why? Because there hasn't been a change of heart. But when you change your heart, when you change your walk, when you change your mind, that is a breakthrough. That is a realization that says where I'm at, I don't want to be, but where God is, is where it's going to be. That's a breakthrough. But you got to be ready to break out. See, breakthrough comes when you break out. Breakthrough comes when you break out. When you get out of your situation and you're exposed to the possibility of a choice. God says, I'd rather you choose. Here I present to you life and death, blessings and cursings. And then he says, I suggest you take life. But that assumes and presumes that you're already in death. Because if we're not in life with God, then we're in death with the enemy. So so God is saying, if you're ready for a breakthrough, that means you're ready to break out. You're ready to stop the madness. You're ready to discontinue what you've been continuing. And so, and, and you have to want it. You have to work at it. And you have to see it before you see it. Y'all notice I'm trying to do everything in three so y'all don't have too much to worry about. You got to want it, you got to work it, and you got to see it before you see it. So you got to see the breakthrough before the breakthrough comes. You got, to, you got to see yourself better before better comes. You got to see yourself prosperous before prosperous comes. Because if you don't see it before you see it, then when you get it, you won't be able to handle it. Good God, you got to understand, people of God, that a breakthrough is a permanent situation that you're asking God to put you in. It's not temporary. So God always has a breakthrough for us because he planned it a long time ago. As soon as Adam ate the apple, he had a breakthrough for us, but it was a choice. It wasn't something he was just going to force on us. And and also it was not something that he was going to say, well, all you got to do is ask me one time and then it will be over. No, God said, if you ask for this, this is this is eternal. This breakthrough ain't temporary. This breakthrough is eternal. And so that means I got to work at it daily. I got to be in my word. I got to be on my knees and I got to be in meditation. Everything comes in threes, father, son, Holy Ghost. You got to understand, people of God, that a breakthrough is a permanent situation because you're tired of being temporary. So I challenge you, you know I do every time, that if you're ready for a breakthrough, don't don't go around talking about I'm looking for my breakthrough. Because you won't find it. (laughs) Because the breakthrough starts with you. And you get to a point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And you're not looking for a temporary situation. You're looking for a situation that's going to be permanent, long-lasting, and eternal. And so in order to get to your breakthrough, you got to be ready to break out. And when you're ready to break out, God has a breakthrough for you. God
3: bless you. Amen. Amen. Outstanding job, uh, Pastor. Outstanding job. Uh, And I, I just want to do a personal shout out to a fellow hollower who uh, be teaching, boy, you don't woke me up. Uh, it, it's an amazing word, how to uh, break it out to break through. And gentlemen, you know, just to recap, uh, the kind of interesting thing that uh, as Devin was speaking, um, part of the reality and transparency that we get from this is that sometimes we will have strongholds in our lives that we put ourselves in. At the end of the day, we're in places where we need a breakthrough because we are, have invited something into our lives that we have not had the strength to get ourselves out of. What Devin uh, beautifully said is that, in essence, your deliverance can come in a heartbeat. We can pray and ask God to deliver us out of that, but it's predicated on us wanting to get out of it. Then after that, once that deliverance is coming in a second, what happens is your deliverance, walking in your deliverance, now becomes an issue of your discipleship. Hold on, let me, let me make sure I put, put that and make sure I break it down. Deliverance can happen in a second, but walking in your deliverance takes a lifetime because uh, by the example he says, you gotta want it, you gotta work at it, and you, you gotta see it before you see it. Uh, deliverance comes with a destination you're saying that I'm no longer comfortable here my 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 future does not reside here I need to go to another destination that is higher but well, that's that's what it, it we told um, what's my boy getting out of Sodom and Gomorrah. he said I need you to go do not look back and I need you to go up into the mountains I need you to go high don't stay low in the valley. He wanted to stay low in the valley, right? He says, no, your destination needs to be high because you got to go to another level. You got to get to a higher place. You got to get closer to God. You got to get out of here and don't stay low and do not turn around, right? And so that deliverance. But We also see what your boy did. He didn't really want to go. The angel had to grab his hands and escort him here and say, right now, you got to go. And then he had to make a split second decision and says, look, I got to change my mind or change my thinking. Change my walk and then change my heart. Guess what happens when you do that? You're walking in discipline because that's the thing that we're going to have to do every day because real talk, if we're going to be real. That thing that got us or potentially can get us, is going to reoccur every day, if not multiple times a day. And then that's when your discipline kicks in, because you got to remember, say, this is the deliverance. Now, God, if they freed me with that, because, you know, if, if God before us, then who can stand against us, even ourselves. But what we have to do is as disciples, keep walking in that discipline. And that's the hard part. And so with that, Devin, I love it. Absolutely love it to break through. I got to be willing to break out. I got to that all predicated on us willing to do it. And after we get willing to do it, to develop a system of disciplines to keep us away from it. All right. So I'm not going to over preach it or over teach it. Behind Devin, beautiful job this morning. So brothers, let's do this. Without going into any, you know, full transparency or anything. If you have something that you want deliverance from in this very moment, let's go ahead and bring it to the forefront of our mind, right? Let's go ahead and bring it in there. And we get it and you pinpoint it. And this is what we're offering up. The Holy Spirit already know what it is. He's just waiting on us to be willing to do it. So this is our moment of deliverance right now. Come on, Dr. Dent. This is our moment of deliverance right now, that thing in your head right now, that thing that you know that, that's grasping you and keeping you in a situation, keeping you in a position that you are not going and excelling to the, to the heights that you're supposed to be going to, or the potential that God has placed on your on your soul right that there's a thing that we have to be willing to participate and to get there and now we're struggling with it so we're going to bring it to the forefront of our mind and we're going to bring it to god Heavenly Father, we come together, Father. We stand in on your word. Matthew 18 and 19 says, if two or more come into an agreement about anything and ask it in my Father's name, it will be done for them in heaven. So Father, we stand right now as we go to Matthew 18 and 18, Father, is that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Well, whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Father, predicated knowing, uh, with the understanding that we have to do it here first on earth. And then the heaven will respond based on our willingness to let it go. So Father, whatever we bind, put it under the authority of Jesus Christ, Father, that it has no more power over me, Father. And then in turn, we want to loose destiny on us. We want to lose purpose on us. We want to lose elevation, Father. We want to lose evolution on it, Father. We want to lose our divine purpose and your word over our lives, Father. So all those things that my brothers on this line, Father, and the people who are listening to, Father, we bind uh, we, we come together before your throne, Father, and just offer it. We offer it right now, Father, with our truest sincerity, Father, to say, uh, do for us what we can't do for ourselves, Father, but we're willing to let it go. We're willing to go with our first thing that you've called us to be, Father, servant. And Father, for the thing that we want you to be, but pleased with our word, Father. And then that you're happy to do that we're doing all that we can to be all that we can. So, Father, we give it over to you. Father, we love you, we honor you, and now we die for you. In your Son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. All right, brothers. Amazing, amazing. And I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That's a great word. Bless you. Bless you. Excellent. Excellent. Pastor.
0: Awesome.